A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Why does making friends as an adult feel so what hard? What should I wear on a first date? What the date? hell is a foreign But that Why hookup was not good. What so do I want my life to look like in five years? We, we want to know too. Since 2012, the Every Girl has been an online destination to help women around the world achieve the life of their dreams. Now, we're excited to bring you the same inspiring content with the Every Girl Podcast. Welcome back to the Every Girl Podcast. I'm your co-host, Josie Santee, and boy, do I have a fun episode for you today. One of my favorite things, I may go so far as to say my favorite thing about working at the Every Girl the past five years is the amazing women I get to work with. Our team is truly made up of some of the most talented, hilarious, supportive women I have ever met, and our office chats and Slack combos consist of everything from our personal ranking of every song on the latest Harry Styles album to Anthony's shirtless scenes in season two of Bridgerton. I know you know what I'm talking about. So we wanted to bring those conversations to you with our happy hour episodes where I join other Every Girl editors to chat about the fun, relevant, and interesting topics going on in your lives, from the latest in pop culture to what we've learned from our dating lives to the latest trends. Think of it like you're sitting around at happy hour with your best friends. Today, I'm having a glass of rosé with Andy Winter, the social media coordinator at the Every Girl Media Group, and my personal girl crush, and we are chatting about all things dating and the age of apps. She really has a lot of great tips on dating and relationships, so pour yourself a glass of wine or delicious mocktail. I like a good lemon and ginger with sparkling water, and enjoy this episode. Andy, welcome to the Evergirl Podcast. We're doing our first happy hour, which is so exciting. First question, what are you drinking? I have some white wine with me. You told me you were getting rosé, so I was like, I okay. did. I have my glass of rosé right here. Yes. Okay. I have those glasses, actually. Oh, you do the Crate and Barrel? Yes, I love them. I love them. I know they're, they make me feel like an adult. You know what I mean? I'm like, I bought glasses. I've seen them once on Gossip Girl and like it was after I bought them. I like didn't buy them because I saw it on the show. But then I was watching it again and I was like, okay, I'm doing something right if these are in Blair Waldorf's home. Wait, 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 wait. I'm so sorry. The glass that I'm currently drinking out of was in Blair Waldorf's home. Yes, that is correct. Do you have an episode and a timestamp I can reference? Like not right now? <laughs> oh, not off the top of your head? Yeah, I will definitely have it to you because it's definitely like season one or two for sure. But I will have that to you as soon as we're off. I just went, Andy, from basic bitch to the coolest person ever, knowing that Blair Waldorf has my glasses. Okay, and your glasses too, because you have them. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. It's a wine night for us. Um, So Andy, tell the audience a little bit about you. What's your job title, your interest? What's that thing like the ASL, age sex location? Wasn't that like an Omegle thing or whatever? So give us all the facts. That was very chat roulette of you. Um, So chat roulette. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm Andy. I am the social media coordinator at The Every Girl and The Every Mom. I've been with you guys for almost a year. Like next month will be almost a year, which feels... Almost an anniversary. 
No, literally. It feels like it was in our newsletter. And I was like, wait, it's been almost a year. That's like insane. And you're based in? I'm in LA, just like you. Um, yes, we're like close. Yeah, super close. Okay, so I wanted to talk to Andy about her dating life because watching your Instagram, Andy, every week, like, let me tell you, Andy Winter is living life. Like, you know how you like to the audience, you know how you imagine what being in your 20s is like. Like, you think you're going to go to concerts and you're going to travel with your friends and look hot in crop tops. Like, Andy is doing that. Like, I'm not kidding. This is why I wanted to ask you these questions because I'm over here spending my Friday nights talking about the color of my dog's feces with my boyfriend. Like I'm living vicariously through you. So Andy is all the tea. That's why we're going to have this conversation all about your dating life because you got the good stuff. Would you agree that you're like living your 20s pretty well? I'm absolutely living my 20s super well. And I love that that comes across. So (laughs) it's happening. As you are seeing it in real time, it is happening for real. So yeah, I am. I just... LA is like too good of a city to like not be doing everything. And you know... You're so right. I know. And I'm like... Like you find like really cool, like obscure bars and like you go to concerts on the weekdays. And I'm like, I've never been out to dinner on a weekday in like years. So I... It honestly is like inspiring. Okay. So let's get into it. So Andy, what are your dating relationship red flags? Like what's giving you the ick right now? Ugh, that's like a great question. I think my number one thing is like lack of initiative. Ooh, that like ooh. that like really, really gives me the ick. Like mm. there's no like it doesn't even need to be like quick and like urgent, you know, like I don't need like I need to see you right now. But like if there's no like plan in place of like, if you want to see me and there's just like no plan whatsoever, that grosses me out. (laughs) Totally. Totally. So someone is going to be like, here's the plan. Here's the date. Here's what we're doing. Yeah. Like, when are you free? Are you free on this day from this time to this time? Or like, what is your availability like from like, you know, Friday to Sunday, like any kind of initiative there like that, if there's none, because I just, I can't help but feel like that plays out in the rest of your life. Um, totally. If you're initiative, like in asking someone out, like, like how do you move throughout your life? You know, I just... Yeah. What does that say about you that you can't make a plan? Yeah. It's definitely like a precursor to like what you're getting yourself into, I think. So. Yeah. I think like the most, or maybe not the most, but like if you're not getting initiative in the beginning, you're not going to get initiative ever. Like that's your telltale sign. So I think that's a yeah. really important one. That's good. Any other red flags? I don't super love anyone who's like really, really sexual from the beginning. This is a good one. Okay, let's get into that. Tell me about it. Like if it's going to be like just a hookup or a short-term thing, that's one thing. But I still think like there needs to be like an air. I don't know if that makes me like kind of... I don't know, conventional, but like, I just think there needs to be like some little bit of like, like air of mystery, you know? Like, yeah, how are yeah. you just revealing yourself so quickly, so <laughs> fast? Like, that's just, it's a lot. It's, it's just a lot for me personally. I don't know. I'm more, I'm big on like, I'm attracted to someone's like personality mm-hmm. and just like, it kind of is like the, you need to have like kind of the whole package. So, if what you're selling me right away is just like, you know, sex, like it's great and all, but it's just, it can be a lot. And I think that that kind of spark fizzles out really fast. Yeah. Um, So that is a huge one for me. 
I feel like even if it is a hookup, like the the fun, like the chemistry is like even the like this that spark, like the banter, even if it's not like, oh my gosh, we're the same person. We have we're so compatible, we're gonna date. And it's like more of just like just the hookup, but there's still that like, wow, they're charming and interesting. Yeah. And like like there, even for a hookup, there's gotta be a little bit of that. So if if sex is the only thing you're leading with like where's the attraction coming in like what am i going off of like what else are we going to bring to the table i don't know yeah. i just it's got to be a little bit more for me than just that like what are people saying like i've been in a relationship since like pre tinder so what are <laughs> like do are people like you like you're just going off of a picture what are people saying that's like leading with sex and nothing else Oh my gosh, I people say really I've deleted apps like Hinge, Bumble, all of it all together. People say Have like, you? Yeah. People say really out of pocket things to me. And I like I don't know if it's just I'm sure everybody gets it, but like it really like the things that come my way, I'm like, what? And if you look at my profile, I'm not selling anything, anything <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like Which even if is- you were, like even if you were like showing to the world you still deserve the like respect. Totally. Totally. Respect is huge for me. So some of the things that people say to me, I'm like, has this ever worked for you? Like, honestly, <laughs> yeah. have you ever... What's the success rate before? of this? Yeah. Because it, it's kind of like when people... Like when you're walking down like the street and someone honks at you. Like when has that ever worked out for somebody? Really? Yes. Like when has a love story ever come from, oh, you know... He just honked at me out his window one day and I just like couldn't resist. I chased down his car. It doesn't happen. It's not yes. <laughs> it's that's so true. It's like the virtual cat calling. Like that's what yeah. it is. Which again, even if what you're looking for is a hookup, to your point, who even looking for a hookup has gone to the man on the side of the street that's been like, you know, yelling at them and and being like, hey, sexy. And they're like, you're the person I want to sleep with tonight. Like they're gonna go to the hot man at the bar who's like being yep. smooth and cool. And have a yeah. one night stand with him. Like, duh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a no brainer. That honestly, it is. That's a good question. Like, how has this worked for you in the past that you're, you think that this is a good idea to lead with? I mean, maybe right. do you think are people like, I don't want to give the wrong idea. So I'm going to like just be upfront. But I think there's a way to be upfront about like, I'm looking for a hookup that's respectful and, and you're still connecting human to human and not Absolutely. like using people as, freaking me. Yeah, literally. Absolutely. I think that there is a way to do it. I just... It hasn't been done well for me. <laughs> I've, <laughs> done well. It, it, I've yet to find someone who's like, oh, I'm like, oh, you got me. Like, this was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what, so what's like the right way? Like, in your dream world, someone messages you for whatever reason, for a date, they're interested in you, they want to hook up, whatever it is, what's the ideal way for someone to message you on a dating app? Well, you know, it's nice because like dating apps have those like prompts now where like you can, you know, kind of give a little bit of yourself based on these like random prompts. And I think it's always, I take a note towards the people who like my photo versus like one of my prompts, you know? Mm. And like, if you like one of my prompts, I assume that you want to like start a conversation. If you like one of my photos, it's like, how do we go from here? Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really I love the prompts on like Hinge and Bumble because it really is like they're great conversation starters. So I think just like you know slithering your way in through a prompt and like being <laughs> clever about it, you can't go wrong. But as far as like asking me out, like 
like I said, initiative is huge for me and just being like, when are you available? Like, I'm available on this day. Does this work for you? I know of a really great place. Like, just knowing that there's a who, what, when, where, why, like, I'm really attracted to that. I like that. That's like very English major of you. Who, what, where, when, why? Let me know. Check all the points when you're asking me out. Honestly, that's like a really great tip. Did you know I was an English major? Were you? No, yeah. I didn't know. That's well, that makes that sense. Yeah, that checks out. Yep. I yeah. was an English I, major too. So it's like, you know, we get each other on the who, what, where, when, why. Totally. Totally. It's so important. I don't know. I'm not even much of a planner either, but it's just, I need to know that like you're interested in like having a good time with me and that comes with, you know, you showing like initiative and that you you want to get to know me. Yeah, like you have so much to offer, like what are you going to offer? Like right. you person that I match with, what are you bringing to my life? Like even exactly. if it's something like, what small. Are you bringing to the table. Exactly. Yeah. Like I know what I can bring to the table. So like 100%. this is you telling me like I can bring something to the table and it's just me. It's just a matter of me accepting it, you know? It's just a matter of accepting it. Ah, freaking right. men. What so <laughs> tell me more about so you deleted all of your apps. What's up yes. with that? Like are there are some apps better than others like just in terms of the weirdos you attract? I'd say weirdos are all around. <laughs> you really can't escape them. <laughs> can't escape them, especially in LA, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. No, yeah, in LA you really can't. But I I kind of just like Hinge and Bumble if I were to like pick a dating app. I think those are great cuz they have the prompts. They have like all the information. Like I also really love that they've I think it's just Bumble that has like looking for a relationship or just wanting to have fun or I don't know. And I think being really transparent is like huge. I personally deleted them because one, I'm really bad at like checking up on the apps and I don't really, I don't have notifications on for anything. So, like, if the notification isn't popping up on my phone, I'm not looking. <laughs> so, that's on, that's definitely on me. But <laughs> I, I also deleted them because, and I know that like dating apps work for great for people. Like, my sister met her boyfriend on a dating app and they're like, two, three years into their relationship and they're great. And I know it works for really well for people. I think for me, it takes a lot for me to like come out of my shell dating wise. And I just work really well being in person and like having that yes. organic like meetup. So that's why I deleted it. I I have sworn to myself I'm just gonna take the traditional route <laughs> and meet someone out in public or through a friend rather than through an app. But I I don't have any you know, I know that they work. I think that they're great and they serve yeah. the best people. Because you're, so. you're like, your zodiac sign is very like under the surface. There's, yeah. right? Like, so is that hard then on dating apps where you kind of have to be forefront and, and you, it's kind of hard for you because you're zodiac, right? Like, explain that more. Cause I remember you, you talking about how your zodiac's very, like, you have your shell and then the inner you. Yeah, so I'm a double Capricorn, Capricorn Sun, Capricorn Moon. Scorpio I love when you rising. talk about this; it makes me so happy. <laughs> I and it, this might take a turn because I can really go on like all day. Turn, but, turn. <laughs> um, double Capricorn, Scorpio rising. Capricorns do not; they're probably like the least vulnerable sign. They're not comfy with their emotions whatsoever. So if that's in my Moon, that means I am like a brick wall. 
And then Scorpios are super aloof, kind of mysterious beings, but still like super sensual. So I don't know. It's like a weird, weird mix to be because I'm super in my shell with my feelings, but I also like crave attention and crave interaction. So it's like a tough battle with myself, but yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I feel like that's got to matter. Like the, the people that, you know, do, do succeed or I don't know, do enjoy dating apps and, and really like them or probably like, I wonder if there's a Zodiac or even like a personality relationship. Like I feel like as a Libra, I'd be like, sure, everybody talk to me. Like, yes, I want to talk about emotions with this person I've never met and like get to know your family over an app. Whereas you're like, I want nothing to do with that. It's like only in person after you've known me for 10 years, then we'll talk about yeah. it. Like, so I yeah. wonder if, the, if there is a difference of, of like personality traits, Zodiac types, like it clicks with certain people and with other people, it doesn't. Totally. I would love for there to be like some sort of study because I wonder, like, I just, I think too with dating apps is it's a lot of small talk. It's a lot of like little surface level like chit chat. And that's like another thing about Scorpios and Capricorns is that they're really intense beings. And I, I really, I can't do small talk. I, I can't, I can't do it. I actually cannot do it. And so I, I, I find that I'm actually, I also kind of think that dating apps, it's kind of like a sport. Like you, you can be really good at being on a dating app and I'm just, I'm not good at it at all. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That there's like certain skill sets or whatever it is that people are better. Yeah. I have friends who are constantly out and about on hinge dates and they're just, they're really good at those like beginning conversations. Um, I'm like, let me just jump into it. Like, tell me about your trauma. Like, let's talk about (laughs) the last time you cried. Like, you know, like, let's get down to it. Like, what are you looking for? Really? What's your mother like? You know, like, I want to know, like, the good stuff like right away, which I don't know if that's a good thing, but it just, I, that's how I am. <laughs> you're not, well, it's also like, you're not wasting time. You're like, what Why are not? you going to therapy for? Let's talk yeah. about it. Are you going to therapy? Let's like, listen. That. That's a question because I do feel like that's a good way to weed out people is like either, I mean, fine. Okay. You're not going to therapy. Would you go to therapy? How do you feel about it? Like that's how you know people are in touch with their emotions or not. I think that there's a lot there. That's a good hack is like ask your Tinder match. Are you open to therapy? That should be like a new little like feature on Hinge where it it's like therapy be. question mark. Yes, no, don't care. And then you just check yes. all the ones. Yeah, that's and then you just meet out all the ones that say no or don't care. I would actually love that. Listen, at Bumble, if you're listening, we yeah, have a, a million dollar idea out. for a new feature. Literally, yep, yep, it's, yep. it's so true. But I think that that's a, probably a good thing in the long run that you're like, I don't care about talking about like, what do you do for work? I want to get into like the deep stuff. You're probably not wasting a lot of time. Like there's probably a lot of people who wait months to get into the questions that are going to become deal breakers for them. Whereas you're like, I'm just right off the back going to get to know you as an inner person. And that's going to kind of prevent you from wasting time. I think that's a good thing. Okay, good. I'm glad you approve because I feel like it can turn south really quickly when you're just like pouring out your feelings to someone you don't even know, but I just, I can't, I don't know. I, I don't, I want to know the good stuff. You know, I want to know like who involving myself around, you know? No, I'm into that. I'm like, let's not talk about things that don't matter. Like let's not have the same date over and over and over again with different people. Like let's do it different. Let's talk about the things that matter. Well, with that being said, have you had like a really bad date? Like either someone doesn't want to get 
deep or either someone maybe it's like too deep for you? Like, have you had any bad experiences with that? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So. I've had, I went on a date. There was one date I went on. It was Valentine's Day. And so like right off the bat, and this was a hinge date. And this kind of was my indicator. Like maybe dating apps just like aren't really for me. But I went on a hinge date. And first of all, like I don't shut the hell up. Like that's just me no matter what. <laughs> in my friend group, like I'm not talking. That's just, you know, who I am. But like... Why you're on the podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I... I literally talked the entire time and like I couldn't get a word out of him. It was like pulling teeth for him to speak. Uh, and you know, like I, it's not about being extroverted versus introverted. Like I can handle an introvert. I have lots of introverted family members and friends, but like I really like couldn't get a word out of him. And I was like, this feels really one sided at this point. Like it's easy for me to talk and I, and I can, you know, empathize with people who like need to warm up a little bit because obviously I'm that way, but. Yeah, it was just, it was a lot. I was like, I'm talking a lot and I'm really trying here to like get to know you and I'm getting, I'm getting nothing, like not even small talk, you know? Cause you're the reason you're talking a lot, well, be, besides that you naturally do that, but because if you weren't, you'd be dead silent. Exactly. And can't, can't do that. I can't do that. Dead silence. No thanks. I'm out. So it's, so they're just like not responding. There, it was just like a weird connection because prior to the date, he was a talker. He's a double, triple texter, blowing me up, being like, cannot mm. wait to see you. After the date, he blew me up. I had so much fun. I can't, like, let's do something soon. Like, let's plan something. Continue to follow up with me. And I kind of let that one die because I was like, I didn't have fun. <laughs> I talked to you all the yeah. time. <laughs> Like, I yeah, don't you're know. like, I can hear myself talk to anybody. I don't need to be on a yeah. date with you. Like, were we on the same date? Like, because that wasn't, I don't know. It was interesting. He was very much a talker via text. And of course, you know, I go home and I beat myself up about it. I'm like, was there something wrong with me? Like, did I do something? Right. But then, but his text after the fact said otherwise. So I was like, oh, so what did just, his text say? Well, he was just continuing, like, when are we going to hang out again? Are you free this next weekend? So I was like, oh, so you did have fun. <laughs> yeah. His reality was, oh, that was a good date. Yeah. Yeah. So it was very, very interesting. Um, I wasn't met with like the same energy. And that's that's okay, <laughs> you know? But I don't know. Sure. I, sure. Not a good date. I also had another date where halfway through, he told me that 
he took shrooms <laughs> before our date. While he was on the oh, before the date. Before the oh, so date. he's currently on shrooms. And so I was like, so so you're you're on psychedelics at this very moment. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like how do you even? Respond to that. Like how right. Like it's gonna be okay. Like, do I need to like <laughs> yeah. do Should I be concerned? To, can I get you some water? Like, are you like is this gonna <laughs> yeah. be a good trip for you? Like, I don't wanna like ruin your experience, you know? Like I don't wanna say one wrong thing and then you know, so Yeah. That was interesting. But that's also very LA. You know, of course in it, LA yeah. I end up on a date with somebody who's on psychedelics. So you know? <laughs> It's so true. I love that you're like, listen, I don't want to ruin your trip. Like you go for it on shrooms. Yeah. I could leave and go get ice cream and you I'm could have a good trip. Go on, a, on another trip by myself <laughs> for dessert. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's an ice cream store <laughs> down the street. That's funny though. I know it's like, was he like pre-gaming the date with shrooms? Like, is that a trend that we need to know about that now people are pre-gaming dates with shrooms? With shrooms, that can't I just be feel good. like that can't like it can't be that fun. Like, sure, if you want to go pregame a concert, like a party, like whatever, but like going on a date, like where you're sitting talking, I don't know. Maybe it's fun. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's an experience. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like not one that I would... to the audience. If you've done it, let us know. We have no judgment. We just want to hear. It just wasn't for me personally, but yeah, very yes, super interesting. He was really nice until, and, and he continued to be nice. But that just, I was just like, I wonder what your, what your thought process was. Cause like, I'm, you yeah, know, I have yeah. a glass of wine with me, but like, I'm not on anything. Like it, it's kind of like going, you know, like right. when you hang out with your friends and you show up and you're sober, but all your friends are already like tipsy a little bit. And you're just like, wow, okay, we're on yeah. different levels. Like that's how it felt. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this, yeah. this is interesting. <laughs> Yeah, we're on very different playing fields here. Yeah. So, well, did you continue the day with him? Like, did you guys have a whole evening? It, it wrapped up shortly after that. I was like, well, this, you know, you got to get home. <laughs> Let's continue. Yeah, <laughs> you got to get home. I mean, I hope he goes to a concert or something fun. Yeah, I was like, this can't be fun for you. It was, we did continue the day, but it didn't <laughs> last long after that. I was like, okay, I think it's time to go. And that's, yeah. that's something yeah. about me. Yeah. It's like, I'm not afraid to get up and go. Like, if, like if I were on a date and it was really that bad, luckily I haven't been on any date that's like really bad. But if I were, I have no problem being like, listen, I'm gonna go. Like, why endure? Would you? Yeah. Andy, you're so cool. <laughs> you would just be like, I'm I'm done. Thank you for the salad portion, but I'm out. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's so freaking cool. Like, why endure like being in agony just why? Because you're paying for my meal. Like that's <laughs> I'd rather not. Yeah. And also like, you're never going to see them again. Like, what does exactly. it really matter? And there's like nice ways that it's not like you have to like hurt their feelings, but you can kind of like bow <laughs> out. Have you ever done the classic like, oh, you know, my mom's in an emergency. I have to go. Have you ever like faked it? Or you're just like, I'm not feeling it. I'm out. Luckily, I haven't had to do that. I'm, I am I do it very gracefully. It's not in a like bitchy way, of course. Um but I think, you know, I got to protect my peace and go. Like Amen, I, sister. The boundaries, though. The boundaries. Yeah, it's super important to me. So I have no problem just like bowing out and obviously doing it really kindly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but very kindly, very empathetically. I think that that's yeah. an amazing PSA is like when you're dating, 
first and foremost, protect your peace. Like don't waste time with people you know off the bat are going to be draining your energy. Protect your own self first. You can do it in a way that's kind. I think that the, like, honestly, that's a dating manifesto everybody needs to hear is like protect your own peace first. Set those boundaries, do what you got to do. Like, what are some tips? Because I, I do feel like, like all of my friends, I, I think it's, it's hard to have that confidence when you're dating of like, this is focused on me. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times the energy, like when I was dating, it was like, you know, yes, I think I have a lot to offer the world and I'm amazing and great. But there is that little bit of like, okay, how am I coming off to someone else? Like, do they like me? Like there's a lot of focus, I think internally on what is someone else thinking about me? And you seem like you have so much confidence of not only just like, I enjoy going on dates instead of it being stressful. I tell them, you know, no, I'm done now. Thank you so much for my salad. I'm out. Like, where are your confidence tips coming from when it comes to dating? Like, what is your hot girl summer secrets that you could share with us? I honestly, this is just like what I apply to like my whole just like life, whether it's like work or friendships or dating or whatever. Like, I think it's so much more important to figure out if you like that person, whether or not, or like over if they like you. Yes. Like, I think we put a lot of power in the other person and being like, I wonder if they'll like me. I wonder if I'm good or like if they'll, you know, think I'm funny or think I'm pretty or think. And it's like, who cares if they do? Bottom line, like, that's honestly what someone thinks of you is like none of your business, but like when it comes down to it. And I think you need to look at it and like flip the script and say, like, Will I find this person attractive? Will I find this person funny? Will I find this person kind, nice? I think we should give ourselves a lot more credit than we do and like trust ourselves and like know that we know ourselves a lot more than another person, you know? Like, why give another person all that power to say who you are? Like, that should just really come from your own, your own soul. So, yeah. I, what you said about like what someone else thinks is none of your business. Like what they view you as is not our business is so freaking true. And with dating, it's hard because, or even like with friendships, I think can sometimes be this way, way where it's a little bit like we forget that the purpose of having dates and meeting people is so that we find someone we feel happy with or we feel yeah. fulfilled in whatever way that is, even if it's not a relationship, you know, that we're fulfilling our own lives. That's so often forgotten because we get so caught up in, well, what do they think of me? So that reminder, I think, is so crucial of the purpose of this is to identify who I want to be around and who gets to come into my life, not like feeding your own ego that you're affirming that you're wanted, right? Like there's, I I think like the, the purpose behind dating gets construed sometimes. And I've definitely been there where I felt both, where I was like, if I am honest with myself, I'm dating right now to feel affirmed that people want me. And then there are Mm -hmm. other times I'm dating because I actually do care to find someone that I want to spend time with. So I think that that's a really good distinction. Like, and, And you feel so strongly set in that. Like, Have you ever had moments where you're like, you kind of get on the other end where it causes you to be self-conscious and you're in your head and you're a little more focused on the other people you're dating or no, you've like always been in yourself? I mean, of course. Like I feel like I'm such a like, just a giver. Like I, I want to make people feel good and I do want to make people feel happy. And I, I do care really deeply about the relationships I do have in my life. So I, I do think, of course, like, of course I... I look inward a lot of the times and I'm like, well, and of course it's never, it takes two to tango. Of course there are things that I could be doing better. I'm not, I know 
Like I may stand really firm in my ground, but I know that I'm not perfect. You can't help but like, you know, get a little insecure from time to time or like beat yourself up a little bit. But I just think it's just a good reminder to like go into if you're trying to find a partner, like go into it thinking like you're you're trying to find a partner for you. You're not trying to like fit a mold or their mold, you know? Like yeah. I think the more you try to like the more that you care about what other people think, you're gonna continue chasing that high of like being adored or being desired. And that really does fizzle out quickly. Totally. So, yeah. Totally. And I think that that happens. So I feel like, you know, you watch those movies all the time or you you hear stories where people are years into a relationship and they have no idea who they are. Yes. And that is like my biggest... That's actually my biggest fear is involving myself in something or with someone and being so deep that like, I don't know who I am. Like that, that's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it is because you you get in like such a like energy exchange. So if you start the energy exchange initially being something that you're not, or even just what you're giving off, what you're prioritizing, then in five years, it's going to be even more of that. Like it doesn't, there's no like equilibrium to get you back to who you like truly are. So I, I know yeah. that, I mean, that's a, a big fear for me too. I mean, luckily not anymore that I have a boyfriend, but that it's like, I mean, that sounds like the worst possible thing and something that feels scary to easily get caught up in that it's, uh, you know, that you do focus so much on like being something else. And even that it's the energy that maybe you're not yourself in years down the line, you don't even know who that person is because your energy has become so much of that, that you don't even recognize anymore. Like that's actually a good like way to think of it long-term. Cause even if it's like a short-term, like, Oh, I'm just dating this person, like short-term, like whatever, there's still like long-term effects, you know, for the amount of time you're staying with them. So I I think that that's an amazing thing for people to think about that. I I don't, I really don't hear about that a lot is like being aware of protecting your own energy and surrounding yourself with people that protect the energy that you want protected. You know, like I, it's like, isn't that a sex in the city thing? That's, it's so cliche, but I think it's so good where it's like, what's the quote? They love the you that you love. You know what I'm talking about? Like there's like something like that. Right. And I think that that's so true is it's like, whether it's my friend, whether it's someone I'm casually seeing, whether it's my boyfriend of five years, well, also I should clarify, I'm not casually seeing other people in addition to my boyfriend five years. <laughs> I'm like speaking in past tense, but that yeah. like no matter who you're surrounding yourself with, bottom line, it should be people that are building up and loving the energy that you feel like is your truest energy, like the energy that you actually give to people in the truest version of you. And you seem really good at that. I'd like to think so. I would like to think so. I, I, I really, I think I'm on the... Unfortunately, I'm on like the end where I protect my peace so much where I feel like I could give a little bit of myself. <laughs> um, that, that goes back to my, my... I'm blaming my birth chart on that one. Yeah, but, it's the Zodiacs. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I would rather be on that end rather than like being on the end where I have no sense of self and yeah. I'm constantly trying to find myself through other people. Totally. And I think that's like a it's, it's like a really dangerous game to play when you do that. And I genuinely like I, I really am. I feel like I've sounded so harsh this whole time, but I I, <laughs> I really am like a hopeless romantic, and I like get swept up in all the Disney movies and romantic comedies. Like I truly am someone who like believes my person is out there. 
And it's going to be that person that's going to like, you know, change my whole life. You know, like I'm very big on like finding that like one big love. Um, and I think so long as I like protect my peace and like stay true to who I am, like that'll only, you know, present itself when it's supposed to. But yeah. It's about the balance of like attracting what you want into you without giving up yourself in order to get it. Exactly. And I think that that's achievable. It's like definitely doable, you know? Off freaking men, Andy. Honestly, like let's put it on a tattoo, stick it on our <laughs> foreheads. Like, yes, this is all good. Wow. Honestly, this was good dating advice for real. Like I didn't even mean for this to be an advice podcast and it really turned into that. So Thank you so much. I have one question for you for us to wrap up our fun happy hour. If you could have any pop culture relationship, whether it's like a real life celeb couple, a TV relationship, which would you choose? I know this is tough, especially for you who's like a big pop culture girl. This is gonna be a tough one. Oh my God. So I was going to say Lisa Bonet and Jason Momoa. They recently broke up and then got back together. And I don't know what the status is right now if they broke up again or are back together. But another one I would also say is... um, I'm going to butcher his name, but Sofia Vergara and Joe... Oh my um, gosh. Joe Mangianiello, I think. Yeah. Sure, sure, Um, sure. Yeah. But I love... And they're both like older couples. And the reason why I pick them is because I love that like... Well, one for... Uh, Lisa Bonet, like they have like such a beautiful blended family, and how she's still close with Lenny Kravitz, and Zoe's involved, and like you know Jason Momoa with like his kids and stuff. And I just I love seeing older people still in love, uh, especially in Hollywood. Yeah, especially in Hollywood. And obviously, like I don't aspire necessarily to like have a second or third marriage or whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I do love the fact that Lisa Bonet was. Con- able to, you know, find some her love again. Um and they're so like perfect for each other. And I, I just like love looking at couples and being like, of course they're together. You know, like yes. they're match. I just think you can't like fake that kind of like connection. And it's like so, so obvious. So yeah, them I also um really love Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. Um, <laughs> another just dagger to the heart. Yeah, John Krasinski. I like. I love him because he's such a big fan of her, and that's like what yes. I really love. Like, someone who like is a fan of you, and like it's like a mutual kind of like obsession. And I actually went to this, a screening of A Quiet Place when it came out, and what? he came out. Yeah, it was really cool. And he came out after for a Q and A. This was like years ago, and he was talking about just the way that he spoke of her was so so beautiful and so great and he like like Devil Wars Prada is like his favorite movie and he can like quote her parts and and, like that's how he like that was like his celebrity crush you know like that's so cool that he got to like marry his celebrity crush so I would definitely say them I think they're adorable and it's just like another connection that is like so obviously genuine yeah I mean those are good takeaways that it's like they're genuine fans and I think that's true like you can tell when people are Like there's just this, as someone who just sees them from a magazine, I feel like I can speak on this, that there's like that intangible like bond that it's, 
you know, that they're like connected, like Sophia Vergara is very much that way. I don't know. It, I totally agree with like, those are such good ones. And that John Krasinski is like such her fan. Like I, I know I saw the interview where he was like, oh yeah, Devil Wears Prada was like my favorite movie even before I met Emily. And I'm like, what? Like that's It's my so favorite cute. movie too. No, same. I'm like, wow, same thing. It's so much in common already. I yeah, know. I would marry I know we stand them as a couple, but we would break up that marriage for sure. Push came to shove. Yeah. We'd be in there. No, those are such good ones. I mean, honestly, that's like a hard question. You know, what's um, kind of sad is like, you know, people are always like, what like celebrity couple are you and your, well, maybe people don't ask this all the time, but like, I feel like people ask that, like, what are, what relationship are you guys most like? The one that I've identified that we are very similar to is in Schitt's Creek, David, and I forget what his boyfriend's name is, and um, later husband. Yes, he's... Oh my God, what is his name? I don't know why I don't remember because I love that show. But like we're... It's like I'm like so David and my boyfriend's so the boyfriend where it's just like I'm freaking crazy and anxious and insane all the time. And he's like, shh, calm, shh, calm. <laughs> it's okay. I love that. You need that balance. You need the balance. And I think that like the celebrity couples where it's like, there's the give and take, there's the balance. And there's also like the cool, like, oh my gosh, I don't know. Those are good good ones. Honestly, those are not like the ones people talk about all the time. So amazing choices. Okay, Andy, I think we got to go finish our wine. This was so fun. Thanks for coming on with me and talking and opening your relationship life up to us. Thank you for having me. Let's do this more, but like yes. actually in person. Like but in I'll person. Come I'll come to the beach. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.